Have you thought about your 2022 tax return yet? It may only be February, but the time can go quickly and we are still in a pandemic, so it might be a bit more complicated than a non-pandemic year. The deadline to file is April the 30th, but that's a Saturday, so you might have a little bit more leeway in terms of Uh, physically mailing it in if you do that. I mean, I would certainly recommend online, but everyone has their own way of doing it. Uh, The Canada Revenue Agency considers your return filed on time if they receive it on or before May the 2nd, or if it's postmarked on or before May the 2nd. All that aside, I mean, the dates are the one thing. The real important thing you need to be uh, thinking about is uh, the tax return itself and making sure you have everything you need Uh, to do it uh, correctly. What do you need to know if you have received some form of assistance from the government? What do you need to know in general? Uh, Jerry Vitoratos is a national tax uh, specialist with UFILE and joins us now. Uh, Jerry, appreciate the time today. Uh, Thank you very much for having me. Do you find a lot of people uh, are are filing online these days or is it uh, through the mail? Yes, uh, I believe even statistically that that bears out uh, most uh, Canadians now, whether they do it through a preparer or whether they do it through uh, themselves uh, through a software like ours, which is uh, which is UFILE. Uh, most individuals will file online. Uh, essentially, it's much much simpler, much easier, and much quicker. That's the key really here is that when you submit uh, online, the government will process your return within you know around about uh, around about two weeks. Well, if you mail in your return, uh, you know, the, by, you know, by the, by the old mail there, uh, it'll, it takes much longer. It could take even up to two months before the government processes your return. It, it makes a whole lot of sense to go online. I, I do it. I, I would recommend other people do it. What should people know? What should be people, what documents should people be uh, getting or making sure they have right now from their employer or anyone else uh, to make sure they can uh, file correctly? So uh, the documents that will come from their employer should be coming in this month because every employer and most other emitters being, for example, financial institutions that will emit the T5 slips for your investment income, their deadline is February 28th. So, they, so the government requires them to submit uh, these slips to them at the very least by February 28th, which means within the month of February and until, let's say, the first or second week of March, they should be, all those slips should be coming in. Uh, most pension uh, slips, like, for example, uh, OAS and, uh, and uh, CBP, for those who are retired, they should already be out by now. Their deadline is also February 28th. That's the government, actually, in this case. Uh, but uh, individuals should be getting them by then. Uh, the, other, uh, the other thing I would like to mention is uh, remember that a lot of receipts that you're claiming on your tax return, be it uh, donations, be it medical, there's no deadline. You get these receipts when you incur the expense. So hopefully people have been keeping a pile, and that's what I usually recommend to people is, you know, open a folder from the beginning of the year. Just have like a, a, ta- a tax-related folder, meaning that anything you suspect that is related to your tax return, just stick it in this folder from the beginning of the year. Because, you know, when you go to your dentist or if you donate to your uh, charitable organization, they give you the receipt right away. You don't get it during, you know, the tax season, quote-unquote. You'll get it right when the expense is incurred. So hopefully people have been keeping those in order to, in order to claim them. And then the worst case scenario is maybe you don't need it. But, I mean, there, there's, no, there's no downside to being too prepared for your taxes. Yes, absolutely. That's why I say at the beginning of the year, you know, January 1st, you, you create a folder. And, again, anything you suspect 
that is related to your tax return, you just stick it in that pile and then you sort it out afterwards. Exactly. You know, once, once you have it there and you start filing your return, look at it and then you see, okay, this one's not good. Fine. Put it on the side. This one is good. I have it. Uh, because unfortunately, you know, I think uh, for most people, everybody thinks there's some sort of magical way of saving on taxes. Believe it or not, the magical way is really getting organized is making sure that you claim all the receipts that are related to your return. And unfortunately, a lot of people miss out on those. I was going to ask if there's any common mistakes people make. I imagine that might be the the number one mistake. Yes, it's always organization. It's always... Uh, it's it's always essentially you know receipts and amounts that are missing essentially and and and, and, and a lot of times they're related to uh, you know uh, claims that are based on receipts and not on official slips. Official slips you you have access to them uh, through for example the My Account portal of the uh, of the CRA. You can sign up. It's very easy to do. You can sign up with it, you know, within about a week, and you have access to all the slips. Even if, let's say, you didn't get them by mail or you moved and they went somewhere else, uh, you could always have access to them. But your receipts, like you know, your dentist charges, any other medical charges, your donations that you make, you know, those again, they they, they are submitted to you pay, right when you incur the expense. And a lot of times, you know, dentists won't have an online portal for you to collect them later on. Uh, so, again, that's what I find, at least in my experience, that a lot of people, you know, they're just missing a lot of these receipts that they can claim. Is there anything uh, COVID-specific related that might be different people should be aware of, or would it be the same as last year? I know you know some of the forms have uh, changed maybe from back to EI or anything like that. Anything people need to know? Uh, the, well, the key is if they've received the benefits, uh, they will, you know, that's the government that will, that will send uh, the slip. Usually it's either going to be the T4A slip if it's really strictly COVID-related benefits, like, for example, uh, uh, the, CE, uh, the, you know, the CRB or the Canada Recovery Benefit, which expired last year, uh, and then the Canada Worker Lockdown Benefit, uh, which has replaced it. So these are all taxable. Uh, so essentially, you, you, these are taxable income on your return. You have to declare them uh, directly on your tax return as a taxable income. Uh, the other thing to mention as far as COVID, uh, anything that's COVID-related is, of course, home office expenses. Uh, the government introduced a new method of claiming home office expenses for you know, those individuals that were required to work from home uh, during the pandemic. Uh, so the government has has basically extended that program, meaning that instead of having to list all your receipts and get uh, and get a certification from your employer, now you just get a two dollar per day deduction for every work day you were required to work from home. Uh, so that was there last year. They, they call it the, the temporary flat rate method. That was there last year. It is there this year, and the government has expanded it to a certain extent by expanding the maximum. So last year, you were able to claim up to 200 working days for a $400 deduction. This year, you can claim 250 days up to a $500 deduction. That's good advice. Uh, Jerry, I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me. That's uh, Jerry Vitoratos, a national tax specialist with UFILE.